Hello, we want to welcome you to the very first podcast of the Finding Clarity podcast that we are hosting here at Kerwinsville Christian Church. I'm George Cannon, and uh, we want to take some time to answer your questions that you have about Christianity. Why are we doing this? Well, to be honest with you, what we're finding is is that a lot of folks who attend our church have questions that they themselves want answered, or they have questions from their friends that really they need to find an answer for. And and when we look at the way we operate as a church and the programming that we provide here at the church through our services and through Bible studies, there is a realization that there isn't an avenue to answer some of those questions. And so in reality, some of those questions just go unanswered. And add to that we with the fact that we just recently had a Q&A time at our church and there was a good number of folks who showed up who wanted to have their questions answered. It made it made me realize and some of the leaders realize that we needed to really provide an opportunity for people to have their questions answered. So that's why we're doing this podcast. And we're calling it Finding Clarity. What, what is it about finding clarity? Well, we want you to be clear about how, what the Bible says about these answers that you're looking for. And maybe kind of pull away any confusion that you might have concerning those questions. So what we want to do is provide that opportunity through these podcasts to really answer those questions. So what we're going to do with this podcast is, is we're going to um, make it available, first of all, on our church website, as always, which is uh, org. And if you go to media, you'll find, you'll find a link there to where this podcast is going to be. We'll also have it on our Facebook page. And I think we're even thinking about maybe creating a separate Facebook page just for Finding Clarity podcast. And so, therefore, you know, you can share it with others. Or you can share it uh, just for yourself, listen to it for yourself, and see what the question will be that week as we go through a series of questions. We'll also make it available on the Church app, which you can get at Google Play or at the App Store for iOS. So there's a lot of different ways that you could possibly uh, listen to these questions and be informed, and you can listen to them basically uh, at your convenience. And we would encourage you to basically tell others about that so that they could hear uh, these questions being answered. With that, we want to provide also an opportunity for you to ask questions. So you can do that through, we're thinking about on the website, maybe creating a page with a form so somebody could submit a question, even anonymously, that we can address here on the podcast, as well as you can maybe make present a question on Facebook. Or just give it to to myself or some other leader in our church or just putting on the offering plate saying, hey, here's a question that I have and I would like to get an answer for it. Now, what we're going to do with this podcast is, is this is not going to be something that we're going to just do for here on out. We're really going to do a trial run. So this is the first of maybe six podcasts that we're going to do. And then we'll take a step back and see 
you know, are people listening to the podcast? Is this very helpful? Are we getting any feedback from you folks at church? And are you hearing anything from your friends if you've told them about the podcast? And that will determine whether or not we really want to continue to do this because there's no sense putting the time and effort into something if, if really nobody is listening to it. So that's why we're going to be doing this podcast. So without any further comment about that, why don't we move into what our very first podcast is going to be about? And I think this was even the first question that we addressed in the Q&A time, and it seems to be a typical question or statement that a lot of folks who basically don't go to church make about people who go to church. And so the question is this, why why are there so many hypocrites in church? Or, you know, that's the question, or you've heard the statement, and it makes me cringe a lot of time, the church is filled with nothing but hypocrites. And so we're going to address that question today and see how we can help you, first of all, as a Christian who maybe is listening to this podcast, who goes to our church, maybe you're going to another church, we're going to try to address that question today. Or maybe you're listening and you're not a Christian and you've heard, you've kind of leveled that accusation and you kind of like to hear what our viewpoint is. And so we're going to look at that today and address it. So the first thing I want to do is talk about why is this question important? Because typically I, I know for myself through the years when I've heard that statement, at first, I kind of got offended at that. I'm like, well, you, wait a minute, you don't know the people at my church. You don't know how much we care for each other. You don't know the things that we're doing. And, and how dare you level that accusation against us? So at first there was, in my immaturity, there was an offense at that statement. But, you know, the reality is, is that as I get older in my, my faith, and as I've been walking with, with the Lord for a long time now, I realize that there is an element a major element of truth to this question or to this accusation. The fact is, is that there are a lot of hypocrites in church. Whether we like that or not, there's a lot of hypocrites in church. So why is this question so important? Well, I think the reason why we should pay attention to this statement or to this question is because it reveals something. It reveals something about Christians and the church, and it reveals something about the person who's asking or making the statement about there being hypocrites in the church. So what we want to do is, is like with all things, is kind of look beneath the surface of the question. So when you take a statement like, well, the church is filled with hypocrites, or why is the church filled with hypocrites, you really need to look at why is that person saying that? Why is that person making that statement? Why is that person asking that question? And the chances are, is that they're asking that question based out of an experience that they had with other Christians or an observation that they've made about Christians. So usually what usually what it reveals is, is that they, to be honest with you, have had some sort of negative experience with Christians. It usually reveals that they've had some sort of negative experience with Christians. And a lot of times that negative experience is basically that they've been judged about something 
in their lives only to find the person who was judging them maybe engaging in the same activity or engaging in a sin that was on the same level, humanly speaking, on the same level as what they were being judged for. And typically, usually, that's what hypocrisy means. It's presenting yourself in a way, but yet not living up to the way that you're presenting yourself. So when you talk about somebody who's judging someone, and typically that's a lot, a lot of that's happening today as the church is speaking out against things that are happening in the culture or sins, we tend to overlook our own sins, but we will judge sins in others. And, and to be honest with you, that's hypocritical. That basically is hypocritical. So chances are that person had some type of negative experience with a Christian. So what do we do about that? Why is, why, why is it so important for us to consider that? So if you're a Christian and you're listening to it, I, I want to present to you maybe three or four things for you to think about when we are thinking about answering this question or trying to process it. Here's the first one. If somebody comes to you and asks, why is, are there so many hypocrites in the church or, or the church is filled with nothing but hypocrites? And the first thing that I would say to you is, uh, number one, you need to admit it. You need to admit that Yes, there are hypocrites in church. That's a reality. Why are there hypocrites in church? The reason why there are hypocrites in church is because we're human. Hypocrisy is not just something that Christians or religious people suffer from. Hypocrisy is a natural human tendency. And so everyone... Even the person who is asking or making the statement about folks in church, even that person is hypocritical in some way. So really the first thing you need to do is, is say, you know what, you're right. The church is filled with hypocrites. And, and you know, and that may lead you to maybe ask the question of that person. Obviously you've had some sort of contact with someone that you see as being hypocritical or some group that you see as being hypocritical. And can you tell me why you are making such a strong statement? Why are you, why are you so adamant about this or emotional about this? And, and if you hear their story, I think a lot of times we don't want to hear the person's story, but we really need to listen to their story. You may find yourself having to not again, just not admit it, but also maybe apologizing. And, and saying to them, you know, you're right. And I'm sorry that a group of folks who claim the name of Jesus Christ, who claim to be followers of Jesus Christ, were judging you while in their own, in their own lives were conducting or doing what they were condemning you for. So I think the first thing is admit it. And, and I think that's the hardest thing for Christians to do is we, we don't want to admit that we're wrong. In fact, again, that's another human tendency. A human tendency is hypocrisy. Another human tendency, and it comes out of our pride, is to say, you know what? I'm not going to admit that. That's somebody else's problem. I don't need to apologize for that. No, I think you need to take a step back. I think, I think there's enough evidence in, 
in some of the prayers of the scripture where you find mature believers basically confessing and taking responsibility for the sins of others because of the impact it's having. So I think if you're going to, if you're really truly concerned for the person that you're talking about or sharing with, you maybe need to admit, yeah, yeah, you know, the church is filled with hypocrites, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, but there, there's some things that you need to understand about that. Here's the second thing I would suggest when we're talking about trying to address somebody concerning this issue of is why the church is filled with hypocrites or the church is filled with hypocrites. When, when we're addressing that issue, I think the second thing, first thing is admit it. The second thing is, is examine ourselves to see if we're coming across as judgmental while we ourselves are engaging in sin. Do, do you know what I mean by that? We, we need to maybe take a, take a break, take a moment, maybe not even at that moment when we're having a conversation with that person, but we maybe need to think for a moment, you know what, am I coming across as judgmental? Am I coming across to the person that I'm talking to or coming across to others? You know, am I quick to point out where they're wrong and what they're doing, that's sin against God, while I myself maybe am blind to the sin in my own life, to attitudes I might have, or to actions, am I coming across as judgmental? So I think, you know, the first thing is we've got to admit it's a problem. The second thing is, you know what, let's, let's examine our own lives, because maybe what the issue is, is that when I'm talking with this person, maybe the issue is me. Maybe I'm blind to my own sin, and, you know, I come across judgmental. Again, that's our, our tendency. We tend to be critical people and so we will criticize thing and have an opinion about something while we ourselves are engaged in a another type of sin or in that sin ourselves you know i'm reminded years ago you know when i was at liberty university i was working in the youth ministry area i remember there was a, a canadian student who came in and he was talking with some folks there, and while while he was there, there was an Indian student who came in, and he was from India, and he was asking the secretary a question, and then he talked to one of our staff, and then he left. So the Canadian, you know, the Canadian had just made a comment about how you Americans are so prejudiced. He can't believe how prejudiced you Americans are, and you know. Yeah, coming from the South, you know, I was sitting there thinking, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yep, yep, that's true. We are prejudiced. Well, after that Indian student left, the Canadian guy looked and said, so what did that Packy want? Oh, so we Americans are prejudiced, but you Canadians are not? I thought that was interesting. See, here he was, he was judging Americans for being prejudiced while operating under the assumption that Canadians are not prejudiced, where the problem is, is that he was just as prejudiced because he referred to that Indian student as a Paki, which was really not a good term. It was a racial prejudicial term. See, the fact is, is when somebody makes that statement, maybe the issue that he's trying to get across is how you're coming across. It's not just the church in general, but maybe it's about what you're doing. So maybe you need to take a step back and examine yourself. Are you judgmental? Are you critical? 
in that person's life? Do you come across as sanctimonious, as writ, I mean, almost pharisaical, like the Pharisees? You know, you're okay with God. You've got a relationship. You attend church. But when, but yet you're engaging in the same type of activities that they are, but you're judging them. It's possible. So that's something that you maybe need to do. You need to, we need to examine ourselves to see if we're coming across as judgmental. The third thing that I would say concerning this issue, again, and this is for those who are believers in Jesus Christ, it kind of fits with number one about admitting it, kind of fits with number two about examining ourselves, but yet it's its own own thing that we need to consider. And here it is. Number three, I think we need to understand that when we talk about judgmentalism and hypocrisy, because they go together. One Hypocrisy does not exist without a judgmentalism on the part of somebody. When we talk about that type of attitude towards others, that critical spirit that then results in somebody saying, well, you're, you're just nothing but a hypocrite, usually because it's the whole moral police thing. We've become the moral police while engaging in the activities ourselves. I think we need to come to a place where we understand that it reveals a lack of understanding concerning salvation. It really reveals a lack of understanding concerning salvation. Because here's what salvation is. Salvation is Jesus Christ going to the cross to sacrifice himself in obedience to God the Father so that God's wrath towards us would be satisfied, that he, the perfect sacrifice, would take away our punishment, place it upon himself, and through that, give us forgiveness and acceptance with God. has nothing to do with us, has everything to do with what Jesus did. Because to be honest with you folks, there is nothing that we can do about our sin. It's only what Jesus Christ did for ourselves. And when you come to a realization of what Jesus has done for you, you realize that you have no reason to really have a high view of yourself concerning spirituality. You have no reason to think that you are in and of yourselves good, because you're not. It's only because of Jesus. So when you take a, so when a Christian takes a high moral ground and judges someone, especially when they judge an unbeliever, they're forgetting that the only reason why they have acceptance with God is not because of them. It's because of what Jesus did for them. See, they're lacking a true understanding of Jesus Christ. So, you know, I think about it, you know, I've been a believer now for, oh, for 31 years. And in those 31 years, I, I can see different phases in my life. When I was younger, I tended to be more critical, more judgmental. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, as I have gotten older in the faith, I find that I am less critical of people, less judgmental. Because I realize that, first of all, acceptance with God only comes through a relationship with Jesus Christ, not because of anything we can do. I realize, number two, that unbelievers cannot 
clean up their act, so to speak, without the help of Jesus Christ in the enablement of the Holy Spirit. In fact, as I think about it, 30 years of being a believer in Jesus Christ, I think about the things that God has helped me to overcome in my life. To be honest with you, it's only because of the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not because I was able to do those things. So I find that I become less critical and more accepting of people because I have an understanding of salvation. So therefore, I, I personally find it hard to be the moral police. And I think, you know, that's really, when we talk about the church being filled with hypocrites, I think that's one of the things we need to recognize is really what they're talking about is, is that the church is coming across as the moral police. And that's especially true right now as the culture war has ended and the church kind of has this anti-societal voice where it's constantly talking about the negative, they just see it as this as this moral police, but they also see that, you know what, we're no different than they are, and we engage in the same sins. And to be honest with you, that's, that's, that's true. The statistics bear that out. We have just as much a porn problem. We have just as much a divorce rate. We have just as much an adultery problem. We have just as much cheating on our taxes, you name it. Any kind of sin, drinking problem, drugs, whatever, we have, we have, we're no different than the rest of the world, but we come across with this high moral attitude. And I think part of it is, is because we have forgotten what Jesus Christ has done for us. So you say, okay, George, you've kind of covered a lot of territory, examined this issue from, you know, so many different standpoints. Sum it up for me. Well, here's the thing. You and I are going to face this question multiple times. We're going to have people pointing out. I mean, you're not you're not just going to hear it from your friends. You're going to hear it on the media, whether it's listening to a talk show, whether it's watching it on a news show. The fact of the matter is, is you're going to hear many people making this statement or asking the question. Why is the church filled with hypocrites? Why are they so hypocritical? Why are they judging us? Why are they hypocritical? So you need to understand, you need to, rather than just ignore it or get angry about it, you need to, number one, admit it. Yeah, yeah, we are hypocritical. We are. Number two, you need to look, examine your own life again. Are you possibly part of the reason why that's happening? Are you judgmental? but yet engaging in the same type of activity. And that usually comes out of number three, which is, you know, is it revealing that maybe you have a lack of appreciation or a lack of understanding concerning the salvation that you have in Jesus Christ? Something to think about. Maybe I didn't answer your question completely, but there is a lot here in this podcast that I think would give us something to think about. You know, before we before we end, let me just kind of remind you what's our purpose here. Our purpose is really to provide you with a- an opportunity to maybe have a question answer or to consider a question that maybe somebody else asked, but may- maybe one that you were thinking about. And so what we want you to do is send in those questions, get those questions to us. We'll try to have a new question every week, uh, try to release these sometime midweek each week. 
so that you can have an opportunity to answer those questions. So one of the things that we would encourage you to do is if you like the podcast, share it. Tell others about it. You can share it on Facebook. You can uh, tell others where they can listen to it. And that will help us to, in knowing whether or not we should continue to do this. You can also maybe talk to a leader at the church. If you don't want to talk to me at the church, you can maybe talk to one of the other elders or one of the trustees and say, hey, you know, I really appreciate that uh, podcast, Finding Clarity, that George is doing. So we want to act, just basically uh, take a moment and just say, you know what, we hope that you have a great week. And we look forward to seeing you uh, this Sunday at uh, Morning Worship. Take care.